Hope everyone had a great Halloween. Hope I didn't scare you too much. Uh, we're back here again today, the day after Halloween. Just letting you know this is being recorded on a Thursday. Going to go over our top six from college football, a little World Series review. Go over some basketball. Derrick Rose dropping 50, career high. What is he, like 40 with no knees? Feel good for him. Really happy. NFL Power Rankings. Got a lot of talk about, guys. Glad you tuned in. Hope you had a great day. Let's get after it again. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're listening, happy November 1st. Spooky season is officially over, and let's begin the holiday season. Can I chime Can I chime in on something? This is the first time that we've done a podcast in the morning, and I actually kind of... I kind of prefer this. I I've like had it a night so to sleep much on better. My, on, my, on your thoughts. On my thoughts. Right. Um, I'm waking up, getting after it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to TNT. I can't walk this morning. Um, but very excited about uh, about what we have for you today. Um, you know, a lot of sports people would be afraid to kind of take on, oh, we're going to do NFL power rankings. We're going to do college rankings. We're going to do this. And I don't that. know. I mean, we got a foot in every pool. We got a foot in every pool every right pool. here. We're talking every about everything. It's a lot to keep up with, you know. It a is. lot of the times I um Mario and my girlfriend and I got I need to watch this, but mm-hmm. I, I got a job to do here. Right. No, there's only there's one responsibility right now, and mm-hmm. our responsibility is to you guys is is bringing you a high quality product. Um so if you can hear the raspy raspy raspiness in my voice, it's because it's a little early. Were but, you, were you uh were you anything <clears> for Halloween? Um you know, just I mean, you your are, average overweight Caucasian guy, <laughs> you know that's that's yeah. I was. I was just your average Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, that's all guy. I was doing. Yeah, um, I. Uh, but I'll tell you what, though, I saw some winners out there. Did I saw you? some winners for yeah. One of the, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Zootopia? I haven't, but uh, you were. I saw that you were fired up about that. So yeah, for anybody who's seen the movie, everybody knows about the sloth in the, mm-hmm. in the DMV. Mm-hmm. And some brilliant employee had a DMV somewhere. I don't know where. Dressed up as the sloth. It and definitely it was, just, was in New Jersey because DMV guys in New Jersey are just complete, just yeah, mean people. They are. Sorry if you're a DMV <laughs> person. Change the uh, narrative. I really liked. Change uh, the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> I liked. <laughs> I really liked uh, Clay Thompson's Jackie Moon was funny. Um, that was funny. LeBron Especially was after a terrifying a- Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, dude, uh, can you imagine like Friday the Thirteenth of that size coming at you? <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he starts running and jumping around, dribbling the basketball. No joke. Jeez. Oh, I'll tell you what. For as stupid as a as a as a as a. Um, as a holiday, Halloween is. It's it fun. Really is. It's a fun time. It's fun. It's fun. It's actually, one it's of the things... It's more fun for adults, though. One I of think. the things that... Oh, yeah. 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 No, I don't know, man. Kids are just pure. Like, for for example, yesterday um, when I was at Emma's, some little kid knocked on the door with his parents and... Yeah. And I opened the door and the kid's screaming, Happy Halloween! Trick or treat! Uh-huh. He was Superman. Yeah. And that's my favorite superhero. Uh-huh. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. But um, you know me. I, I take this Marvel love, DC stuff. Just love, Marvel, right? I, I, well, I like DC too, but um, so yeah. So I'm giving them candy, and Emma comes rushing over full speed, Sprinting. shoves me aside, gets in a screaming match with this little kid of who can say Happy Halloween the mm-hmm. loudest. Mm-hmm. Door closes. She's crying, crying, tears of joy, crying. She was just so happy. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, it could be good for kids, but it's good for adults as well. No, yeah, it brings... Uh, and then, you know, you kick off the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Unless you're weird and say you can't have Christmas spirit until after Thanksgiving. I mean, I've been listening to Christmas music since June. Because that's just yeah. what I do. That's what I do, so. too. I'll never forget when uh, you and I, when we were down in Seaside, we 
blared Christmas music over the summer. It was great. The it was a, it was a good time. Yeah, it it's time. a lot of fun. But also a little scary moment. I think you thought I was having like a a, a brain yeah. We need to discuss this. Um, so when you texted me, um, you texted me, guys. We need to have our candies for. Um, no, I didn't text you that. What did you you say? I have something. the conversation. I have the conversation. Okay. Well, let's. It uh, says. Okay. All right. So Billy and I were spitballing. Right. Trying to yeah, trying to figure out some ideas for Halloween takes on the show. Right, and I go, hey, we should do, we should rank our top five candies for Halloween. Immediate confusion, and let me tell but you, but how? Why. How? You just said we were gonna do Halloween scare scaries. I thought by candies you meant like treats, like like treats, like what have been the treats of this no, football season? No, no, see, no, that's, that's not where what I, I was confused. But you go candies, and I go correct, and you you literally go, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Like treats? No, Billy, we're not dogs. As much as I love dogs. Like, do you not know what candy is? And you go, oh, like actual candy. What other type of candy? I think it's just because I'm so focused on my diet, I just don't even know what candy is. I think Whoa, that's what it is. Nice. That's commitment right there, fellas. Dude, see, I ate so much candy yesterday. I had, I had the entire day, I, I gave in and I... Had three Reese, 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 whatever. I had three. It's not Reese no, for me. It's the, Reese's. This is well. It's this Reese's. is my this is my go to for the comeback in the commercial when they rap. You know, when we're younger yeah. and children probably have no idea what that is no. nowadays because they're losers. Reese's no, puffs. Not Reese's losers, puffs. Yeah. Yeah. Reese's puffs. You hear that? Reese's puffs. No. Not Reese's puffs. Reese's it's puffs. Reese's. I don't care. I don't care. So anyway, there's that. What, so what's your? By the way, last thing. My dad is this weird. My dad got almond joy to put in the in the thing. As a kid, I didn't. I like almond joy now, but what kid is like wanting almond joy? Well, all right. So, um, I'm. I was actually just gonna ask you what your top three, top five favorite candies are. Right. Right. And um, for me, almond joy's in there. Really, I do. Yeah, I, I didn't very like funny it as a said. kid. But I like it now. No almond joy. Um. So for me, my I I don't I really don't have an order. But um, I enjoy Kit Kats. Okay. I like Love Reese's. Okay. And uh, Almond Joy. Okay. I have the Almond Joy to me is the most underrated candy out there. It is underrated. Um, I also enjoy Sour Patch and some Skittles. Skittles, right? But okay. you know what's weird is like I just don't like what Skittles and Sour Patch do to my teeth. How they make my teeth feel? Yeah, but like, how do they make you feel when? No, they feel great. Yeah, they're great. So here, I kind of, I kind of, I, I made a rule here. I do love M and M's, but. I don't like getting M and M's on Halloween because that's you know that's weird. I don't want to. It's not weird. In, I don't want to reach. I don't know how that's weird. In and getting it's like handing out. Oh oh, you mean not in a bag? Yeah no, dude. Some oh, people that's at Westwood weird. Like, I've never like, seen that. Put a that's thing weird. of M and M's out. I'm like, yeah, I don't want your d- dust ball hands all over my M and M's. Yeah, yeah. I'd never actually heard it. See, when you said like people are giving out M and M's, I was you like, thought a little like a little bag like, packets. Yeah, no, they would like. They were literally like just having you reach in. Westwood's weird, man. They used to have people hand out like little Ziplocs of of pretzels. And I was like, yo, this is not what I want at home. No, no. But here are my three. Um, I love Milky Way. I think Milky Way is a great candy. Um, Again, Reese's. Nice. Said it right. Three Musketeers. Ooh, that's a good one, too. I know. It is good. It is good. good. Um, good. What what did you hate getting on Halloween? I hated getting I hated getting Laffy Taffy. Oh, yeah. Laffy Taffy was the worst. I didn't like getting Laffy Taffy, and I didn't like getting... People didn't, again, Westwood is weird. They give you, like, in the little, like, when people are too lazy to answer the door, they'll put out, a, like, a like a, a bowl. Right. And put a bunch of crap in it. People used to put, like, pennies and dimes in it. And I'm like, yo, like, 
This is the laziest. This is the laziest thing I've ever seen. Like well, they put candy, and on the bottom there'd be like the best, like sixty eight cents on the bottom. The best is like uh, the people who leave the basket outside and they go like take two. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. gonna reach a whole handful <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah, all like, <laughs> take two. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> I'm de- I'm reaching my whole hand in there. Yeah. Well, that's what Papa Mitchell does. I don't. But think it's he's also it's not even. Halloween no, it years. doesn't mean that they're lazy. It just also they could not be home. This is true. They could this not be home. True. It's all about perspective. No. Well, if ever you come to the Mitchell household and I'm not in charge of the Halloween, we're inside in our underwear watching TV. So that's, that's what we're we're not anywhere. We don't do that entrance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a scary sight. Oh God, um, dude, NFL football. Um, you trade wanted deadline. to talk about the trade deadline, which was def. Dude, I thought it was the NBA for a second. Like the NFL trade day trade deadline is usually like just boring and no, comes and it goes. Usually, yeah, it usually it, it honestly it's been better in the past few years, and mm-hmm. I think the reason why, um, I believe it was Peter King, so I'll credit him on this. I believe it was Sports him. Illustrated. Yeah, he you know he was asked the question of why trades are happening much earlier than the trade deadline now, mm-hmm. and he's saying that all the new younger GMs don't believe that they have to follow those old style rules where you have to wait last second. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's cool. So they're go-getters. Yeah. They just get the job go-getters. done. Millennials are go-getters. They handle the job. Yeah. Um, Back in my day. I think for sure the Dante Fowler trade is the is the most significant thing that happened. I'm going to disagree with you. because Well, let me – can I tell you why? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think the Rams <coughs> needed one thing. And that was right. an edge pass rusher, and they Put were like, the "You top. know what? Hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna settle. We're gonna go out here, and we're gonna go get this guy Dante Fowler, who's a freaking stud from Florida State, and we're gonna do it Florida. with 2019th, fl- whatever, gotcha. 2019 third. Thought I sounded smart. 2019 <laughs> uh, third round pick and 2020 fifth round pick, um, and they satisfied the one. Need- They're undefeated and satisfied at a need that they needed. I like know. that's just again, like you tweeted, being aggressive and. Going after yep. it when you have a chance to. You go know, after you it. look at the, you look at. So some before I mentioned what I was going to say, some of the trades that happened was Demarius Thomas uh, got traded from Denver to Houston for a third rounder, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Tate got traded to the Eagles for a third rounder. Dante Fowler, as you just mentioned, and also two guys from the Packers, Ty Montgomery and Haha Clinton Dix, got yes. traded. Uh, Montgomery for a seventh rounder and no surprise with the Montgomery trade that had to happen after it was going to happen yeah and then uh, Haha got traded to the Redskins another team fulfilling a need they need the, the Redskins have the best rush defense in the league and mm-hmm. have a chance to win the NFC East I think I think their they have defense a is good chance so that is definitely scratching a little itch they may have but had you look at all these teams <clears throat> and um. It's just being aggressive guys that are going to go I know get where it. you're going I know where you're going with this I know who your what? favorite is. Who do you think is my favorite? The Texans. I really enjoyed that trade, yep. but it's not my favorite. Really? No. Wow. Not. Wow. Okay. Believe it or not, I think um, I think the Golden Tate trade was the best. Okay. Okay. And here's the reason why. Um, he's gonna have to be paid. Okay. But Philadelphia, you're not. You're not. People look at it like, oh, draft picks are valuable. Let's get no, that yeah, straight. Draft picks are 100 valuable. But when you have a player like Golden Tate mm. and you get him for a third rounder. You're not gonna mm-hmm. get Golden Tate in the third. The chances are very slim. You could exactly. get him, but the chances are so slim. And for him to come in to a, a position on the Eagles that's not the strongest going, mm-hmm. right? You have Jeffrey and uh, Aguilar. Mm-hmm. But when you add that third guy, man, mm-hmm. in Golden Tate, mm-hmm. that offense is gonna be more explosive than it's ever been. Also, um, it like you said, it really does like 
kind of pissed me off when guys are like, oh, we got him for a third rounder. Like, there are good players throughout. Like, good players go undrafted. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, there are but good but the chances, you know what I'm saying? Like, the chances of finding a golden <laughs> no, tape in the third right. round are very you're, slim. You're I'm they just are. saying guys that are like, oh, we got him for a, a fourth round pick. I'm like, dude, like a fourth round pick. Like, Oh, it's still valuable. Like, you could get a solid offensive yeah, tackle. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know. Absolutely. But, but um, uh, the, last thing I will say about that, uh, I got to ask you, do you think the Packers are tanking here? I don't know what the Packers are doing, and uh, I'm going to pull a Stephen A. Smith, and I'm going to say, hey, hey, put the mic on me here, boys. Mm-hmm. Put the camera on me. Look at it. The Green Bay Packers do not deserve no, do not. Aaron Rodgers. Do not. It's a shame, man, what they're doing with it. And it's I don't think it's Mike McCarthy. I think Mike McCarthy's a good coach. I just think their ownership. Dude, I really don't know if he's that good of a coach. So backwards. Like, I don't – I'm really having trouble understanding what's going on. And also – I'm bouncing all over the place, but the Golden Tate thing—he's playing to get paid, mm-hmm. um, you mm-hmm. know. And this is a young Eagles team. I'll tell you, man. As bad as the Giants are, I'm interested to watch the NFC East. Like, I'm excited to see what the Cowboys look like with Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. um, the Golden Tate trade, trade and yeah. And uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix will Clinton Dix will be an inter- it's a crazy name. Will be an interesting addition for. Uh, I just I'm the just skins. I agree with you, but I'm just I'm sitting here and the NFC North has never been better. The Bears are good. Mm-hmm. The Vikings are good. The pack, uh, the Lions, they're whatever. They're all right. They have. They're okay. Put it this way: they're, they're like okay. they're like on and off. But when yeah. they're on, they're good. Yeah. And the Packers, you have Aaron Rodgers, dude. The Packers. Were Your time like the to most, win is now. The Packers were like the hot, like Super Bowl pick. No, like that every that's pick. every year, and that's always overrated yeah, because right. something always happens. They never have a defense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Something, mm-hmm. something always happens. I, I hate the, I hate the whole Packers are going to the Super Bowl thing that happens every year. I hate it. But every, yeah. you're, every you team just right me now. Down the stairs. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but Aaron, when you have Aaron Rodgers, you have every right to be in the discussion. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. But when you have Aaron Rodgers, it's not the time to to tank here. It's no. the time to put every everything you got into it. Be aggressive, like the Rams, like these teams during the trade deadline. And go get it. Yeah. You're yeah. in a competitive division. Forget about the conference. Your division you need to get through. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Who are they even paying? Like, are they in salary trouble? I don't even know who on their team. Larry Rodgers is getting like a hundred okay. million dollars. Who else is getting paid? They got white wide receivers. and like, <laughs> No, they got Devontae Adams, who's awesome. Yeah. Um, they don't have like... I mean, Devontae Adams, I think, is the number one receiver. He's very good. But I, I don't know, man. Like, it's tough. It's tough to watch because... You don't and, want to and, see this happen. And you happen want Green Bay to be good because they're want a classic them. team. And right. They have great fans. Um, it's just they always screw it up with Aaron Rodgers. No, they do. They always do. Do you want to do your top five teams or do you want to do your team's poised for a run first? Which one? Let's do team's like poised for a run because uh, I want to build off the De- the Demarius Thomas trade. Yeah, sure. I think yeah, the Texans, yeah, as I mentioned at the beginning of the year, I told you they were a Super Bowl mm-hmm. contender okay. if they stay healthy. Okay. They started out 0-3. We were concerned. Everyone was concerned. They beat my. Uh, they lost to my Giants, and I was unconcerned. I was like, "Yeah, yep. we're about to start winning football." But games. hey, then they're on a five-game win streak. Yep. Sean Watson's playing lights out. JJ mm-hmm. Watt is having a tremendous year. Dude, he's been dominant even when they were zero three. Man, he dominated. was the best player on the field. Yep, yep. they are yep. killing yep. it. And now you lose Will Fuller. Fuller. Well, guess what? You're going to replace him with Demarius Thomas. I think, upgrade. Yeah, definitely. An upgrade. I think it's a great move. Mm-hmm. Um. And it shows that ownership is behind Bill O'Brien here, and the team is behind mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien. They think that they can make some noise. Um, so you got the Texans. That's your team. I, 
I'm not going to put all my chips in and say that they're going to make a run. I think Seattle is another team that can make a run. Okay. Um, okay. Their defense has been stellar. They lead the league in rushing. Mm-hmm. They, I, I believe it's 53% of their play calls are rushing. Oh, wow. That's a league high. 53 or 56. Yeah. In a passing the, league. Probably have the ball for 40 Pete Carroll's, uh Pete Carroll has always been a defensive guy, and his defense is stepping up big time after everyone has doubted them. Mm-hmm. So for them, the basically they're they're showing up mm-hmm. week for the past few weeks, and I think they could make a run. Mm-hmm. So I'll have those two guys yet for a run. Here are my two. I think the Chargers. I don't understand why people aren't talking to them. They've won four in a row, and aside, like, yeah, do they have coaching blunders? Yeah. Do they make stupid decisions sometimes? Yeah. But their only losses are to the two best, or to the arguably mm-hmm. the two best teams mm-hmm. in the league, and the Chiefs, the Chiefs and the Rams. So I think they're talented all over the field. It just comes down to if their coaches are competent or not. Um, and then uh, my second team will surprise you. I have the Vikings, and you know I'm not all in on Kirk Cousins. I think he's doing having a great year, um, but they're contr- they they control the narrative. They're gonna play the Bears twice, and they're gonna play the Lions twice. So, you know, and they have the Packers one more time. Yeah, handle your business. You know, you're gonna win your division. Absolutely, and be in a great position. And they're they're a, a very dangerous team in the playoffs. My side note. Okay. Is we were uh, well, we weren't because we are smarter than the average Joe. But everybody was punching the panic button on the Pats, and silently they've just won five in a row, and they're six and two and undefeated at home. So, you know what? Uh, <sighs> Colin Coward brought this up. Kyle, mm-hmm. I thought this was really no, I real, I I do. I think he's a very smart guy, but I thought this was a really good take by him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this isn't the way it's supposed to be in professional sports. What you mean, Kyle? Well, what he says was, you know, um. When you win the Super Bowl, everybody leaves. Coaches, players, Mm -hmm. assistants, they leave. Yeah, that happens with the Patriots, but they just continue to do their system. They just bring somebody in, and they're awesome. And they're awesome. Like, every year in and year out, they just do their thing, and Tom Brady does his little dink and dunk passes to just good role players. And makes them better than what they are. That that's why the, he's a great player. He makes well, people around him. Good. Here, here's I almost disagreed with you this a couple weeks ago. You said the Packers always the uh, Patriots always have role players. What they have is like they get players that turn into like solid pros bef- on their rookie contracts. Yeah, like so they're not role players. They're not in the spending sense money. Of, like thirty year olds coming in and like you know you get like <clears throat> a veteran. Like it's a young guy who gets paid and they're just like oh we'll find another one we're not gonna pay you. And like see, it's a genius way it to is. go about And here's stuff. the thing. Um, as far as the running back position as well, I mean, Sony Michelle's getting paid because he's a first-round draft pick. So Bill Belichick must have really liked something. But when it came to Deion Lewis, all, all their past running backs, um, they're not putting up staggering numbers, and he's not paying them. As yeah. soon as their time's up, their time's up. He knows that Tom Brady will – that or the, he trusts in his scouts to find a nice check-down guy, mm-hmm. and he trusts in Tom Brady that he's going to find him, and he's going to make plays. Oh. <sighs> Dude, it's a it's an unstoppable, oil, well-oiled machine. That is just, it's incredible. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, power rankings. Yep. Let's go tick for tack here. Let's go Back one and, and one, one okay. and one, one. All right. One. What do you want to start with? Five. Let's start go with five. five. Okay. Mine, you're gonna disagree with, and probably a lot of people will. I just think Cam Newton. I said it before the season started. I think he's gonna have a career year. His last five quarters have been the best football that he's played in his career. Norv Turner is doing an excellent job. He is, yeah. Um, they're not number one in their division, but they're in a division that is arguably the best in football, even though the Falcons are down. Um, and Bucks suck right now. Yeah. Well, it's a solid division. Quarterback okay. division. It's top heavy. Um, so I got the Panthers coming in at number five. Okay. For me, number five, I have the Chargers. Okay. For okay. reasons, as you just mentioned, um, 
they've only lost to the Chiefs and the Rams. Mm-hmm. They, but they have studs everywhere, and mm-hmm. especially their wide receiving core, which I think is very underrated. They have Keenan Allen, who's very slept on, and I don't know why. Well, he's not slept on. It's just that he's not talked about enough, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Williams has really come out of his shell. He's blown out. Uh, mm-hmm. Tyrell Williams mm-hmm. is killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, that Bosa's returning. Mm-hmm. I think they're only going to get better. They have their studs, and in past years, the Chargers have only really lost to good teams. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they've lost the other games is because they've really killed themselves. Okay, they've hurt themselves, and they haven't done that this year. And that's a difference with them. I just made a last second audible. Last sec, just did it right did you now. Pen still on? No, no. Right. I was just looking to see what you were saying. Okay. I uh, I had the Chiefs slotted at three. Okay. Above the Saints. I made this switch because I'm going to put the Chiefs at four. I believe Pat Mahomes is young and is starting to get a little it's getting a little cold outside. I don't know how Pat Mahomes is going to respond to it being cold. Being a little windy, you know, it gets windy in Arrowhead. I think they're a great team. I just need prove it a little bit in the cold. That's all I'm saying. It's going to get wrapping to the end of the se- to the end of the season. Teams are going to be scouting harder. So I'm going to put this. Uh, I'll give you two picks in a row. I'm going to put the Chiefs at four. I'm going to put the Saints at three. So much for the tick and tack, huh? Sorry, I well, I just gave it away. I didn't want to, you know. All right, all right, that's fair. Uh, I have the Chiefs at four. Okay. Uh, I I have the same reasoning as you. Mm-hmm. And plus, the Chiefs have a history of collapsing in the playoffs. Right. So, Andy Reid effect. Yeah, but um, I believe in Pat Mahomes. But I'm interested to see how he gets closer when it's really go time. Uh, they got their offense is awesome. Their defense has gotten better. So yeah, I'm gonna put the Chiefs at four. Okay. Who's three? And they're fun to watch, too. They are very fun to watch. Number three, I had the Patriots. Wow. Yep. Okay. Number three, I had the Patriots. Uh, they're a phenomenal team week in and week out. But I do see some weaknesses that I will think come back to haunt them. Uh-huh. Ooh, uh, spooky. They weren't. They spooky. weren't spooky. Yeah, spooky. Haunt. Spooky. But they weren't supposed to have... They, they could have had a bad game against the Bills. And mm-hmm. they didn't play their best football, and they still came out and dominated. And right. Tom Brady did his thing. I ha- I was saying ooh because I was surprised that you put the pa- you're not a Patriots hater you just don't oh like- I despise the but, Patriots okay you're a hater, but I will but respect, you respect them. them yes yes, yes okay yes. so I got the Pats coming in at number two um you have Tom Brady and you know what there's no proof of this at all but I just think I think Gronk's gonna be effective at the end of the year I don't know why I think that I just think that maybe they're resting him and even if he's not they've done well up until this point without him so um I got the Pats coming in at number dose. Number two, I have the Saints. Okay. Saints. I have the Saints all the way up at number two, and here's why. They're proven. Um, Especially last week, even this week. Beat the Ravens. Mm-hmm. The Saints are a dome team. They beat the Ravens away. That's mm-hmm. hard to do. Early the in the year. Early in the year. On the road. Beat the Ravens. Um, handled Minnesota on the road. Yeah. Like. In the dome. Like, peacefully. And, yeah. Yeah. In the Dimmodome. <laughs> Doug Dimmodome. Doug Dimmodome. Uh, so they beat Minnesota on the road. With a dominant performance, um, even without without like a, a normal Drew Brees mm-hmm. game, they they handled business. Right. Uh, their defense showed up after week one. They got that slap in the face, as I believe it was uh, Lattimore who came out and said, we needed that to show that we're not where we think we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think they're an all-around complete football team. And I think that pass rush, when it needs to be good, will be good. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything to say here. There's not. Rams are number one. Rams are number um, one. Okay. All right. Let's you got uh, an elite, move on. You got an elite quarterback. You play aggressive. Uh, you just added Fowler for the D line. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley is arguably the MVP right now, and their defense isn't even fully healthy yet. Mm-hmm. So that is scary. I wanted. I texted you the other night. I wanted to talk about this. Um, 
and it starts with Eli Manning, but it builds into something bigger. I just wanted to run a couple stats by you. Eli Manning is having the highest completion percentage of his career. I'm not listen. Dink and dunks. Now let me not Dink and let me not say that I think Eli Manning is good. I do not think he's having <laughs> a good season. I do not think yeah. he's the answer moving forward. He's throwing 39 attempts a game as a 30 as a 39 37 year old, mm-hmm. which is the most the highest workload he's ever had in his career. Okay. A 1.9 interception per percentage, which is the lowest in his career. And he's been sacked 31 times, which is the second most in his career. And the most most is through 16 games. Um, <clears throat> my point is, Eli Manning's 37. This is on the coach. You're running an RPO offense, which worked with Case Keenum. You're rolling him out of the pocket. Eli Manning's the most unathletic human being on the face of the human of, of the planet. I mean, and this just builds into a bigger problem that I have. And I think the NFL has an issue where... How you do or your success doesn't matter. All coaches are just recycled. You can be a horrible coach, have a horrible year, you're always going to have a bounce back. And the reason that coaches dominate or the good coaches are so good is because they adjust what they do to the skill set that they have. Right. And the best example of that right now is happening at Clemson. Clemson goes from Kelly Bryant, who's a run-first quarterback, makes the playoffs. In the middle of the season... Middle of the season completely changes and, and puts Lawrence in there, a passing guy. And he's going to break all of uh, all of um, Watson's records. Watson's records. Look at Andy Reid. Look at Doug Peterson. Just getting creative, changing what they do. And the best example of this in the NFL is the youngster Matt Nagy in Chicago. Yep. Who's making Mitch Trubisky look like good. he's a competent <laughs> NFL quarterback. You have to ch- the you have to stop being so stubborn. You could make the argument that Bill Belichick has done the same thing with Brady. He has, he has. I didn't even think for it was worth nineteen mentioning. full years. I mean, you went from he's a gu- he's he's a gunslinger, move it down the field. Now it's dink and dunk. I mean, you have to. You're getting paid so much money as an NFL coach. Adjust what you do to fit your players. When I watch Eli Manning roll out of the pocket and try to set up on the right. But side how many of the times line, is he doing that a game? He did it three or four times last week. Roll, literally designed rollout passes. I'm surprised he didn't trip over himself. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, what, what is making you do this? Or, oh. like, and it just, that is my problem, man. I think coaches need to do a better job across the board just catering to the skill set that they have on their team. That's being a good coach. That's it what is. it is. It's Absolutely. not it. Co- teams do not hire you and say, you know what, we're hiring you because you're going to run the spread really well. No, we're saying you have a good football mind and we would like you to lead our team. <laughs> right. So... This isn't college where you get to pick your own guys. It's not what it is. It's not. So, that's my little rant. Um, I, I respect it. I have no I mean, argument against you know. it. I believe every good coach adjusts. Um, I think Sean McVay has adjusted. He has a system, yes. but yes. I also think yes. everybody fits in that system. And he's growing with his quarterback. Yeah. As he as his quarterback it's gets better, he keeps it. adding stuff. And but big tip of my cap to Matt Nagy. He's doing an excellent, oh, excellent job. job. Anybody excellent from job. the Andy Reid tree does a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, better than the Belichick tree. Oh, absolutely. The Andy Bel- Reid tree Belichick is definitely better than the Belichick tree. But uh, speaking of coaching, mm-hmm. I had a, a little thing yesterday. Ooh, 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 ooh. I love and I, I, there's no way no one has asked about this yet. There's just no way. Right. But, um, and I don't know why it isn't talked about more. Someone must have asked him and he said no, he wants to commentate. But I think Tony Romo needs to be interviewed as a OC mm. or quarterback, co- quarterback coach. Huh. I think it needs to happen. He does a great job in the booth and I like listening to him. But um, and th- me being biased, I'm just gonna go from a Jets perspective, where um, it's just not good right now. No, it's not. No. Um, and if you expect Sam Darnold to get any better, and you you expect him to be as good as everybody thinks he's gonna be, he needs the right guy. 
calling the plays and developing him. And I think Tony Romo would be good at it. Mm-hmm. I really, he's so got such a high football him in, IQ. Bring him in to just be in the room and like. No, I'm saying questions. bring him in and see if you like how his mind works as an OC. Oh, like like. A, I'm saying a, off as a quarterback coach. Or yeah, I'm saying let him coach oh. Sam Darnold. The guy's got an awesome football IQ. He was a good quarterback, just sucked in the playoffs. He understands the position. Mm-hmm. He understands the mental aspect. Right. And he knows situational football. I'm also, I know we're not talking Imagine about... Imagine him and Josh McCown coaching no, this young guy. it'd be fun. It'd be fun. It would be a lot of fun. I, I Just to throw in there, since we're doing the coaching thing, I know we're not on the NBA, but one thing that I wanted to just thought was a good idea is Rick Pitino is looking to get back into the uh-huh. NBA, and I don't think he'll ever get a head coaching job, or at least not in the near future. I think a team that could really benefit is the Oklahoma City Thunder, because I, I don't think Billy Donovan has any idea what he's doing at all. There's no off-ball movement. There's no play design. Coming out of a timeout, they look like they have no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Bring him in just to, like, draw up plays. Bring him in just to suggest, suggest different something. sets. Right. Because I, I, it's so <clears throat> frustrating to watch Russell Westbrook and Paul George, who are, run ISO all day, when you have huge centers, you can run the pick and roll, you can do pick and pop, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, they should be better, and I think it's because Billy Donovan just doesn't, know what to do so right. i think that would be a great addition um uh something big happening this weekend as you saw from the most one of the most dope commercials out there okay rogers versus brady it was a great commercial it was solid. awesome commercial. Was solid. something i want to touch on in this that there we go that makes go what we, what are you gonna are you gonna crap on on jordan here no oh, okay what no bill i thought you're gonna make this a lebron bill. jordan thing no here. i'm not come on <laughs> come on something i do respect about tom brady is uh he did an interview a while ago, and mm-hmm. this is something that actually stuck with me growing up, is he always knew he wasn't the most talented, but he al- he always compared himself to other people, people who were more talented. And he said that hurt him mentally. And once he stopped doing that and he focused what he was good on, he uh, he actually like became Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm saying this is because he came out and admitted like Aaron Rodgers is clearly more talented than he is. Right. It's no secret. No. But, uh, you know, you look at some guys that play professional sports, they want, obviously, in their mind, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm the best. Like, and I'm going to continue to have that mindset of I'm the best. I respect Tom Brady's approach to his mindset of saying, I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. He's clearly more talented, but I'm the best at what I do. Mm. So I like that. I like that viewpoint. So not so you're saying more so instead of saying, I wish I was as good at doing this as this guy is. And don't do that. And more of I'm really good focus at what, what I you're do. good yeah. at. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like uh, what's that guy Bruce Lee, right? He yeah. said like he's like I don't fear the man who who's done uh, a million things Ooh. one time. He's like I I fear the man who's done one thing a million times. That's like Tom Brady with wow. his system. Bruce Lee, I, did you even know you were bringing that up? No, I didn't. Wow, I just pulled that out of your back pocket. Yeah. Just that ace in your back. But you know what I'm saying? Like Tom Brady yeah. is good at what he does, and that's why he's the goat. But Aaron Rodgers sure. clearly more talented. Exactly. Wow. I'm excited for that game. Good stuff, Willie. Thank good you. Good stuff. Also, good get... stuff here. I'm scaries? just going to prompt you. Are scary? Real quick. Yes. You're doing one. I took, I'm not doing one. I'm doing you're, No, you're three. not doing it. No, no. I'm, doing I'm, I'm sorry. I'm doing it. I'm either going to do it. Our plan was one, and this kid comes in Dude, I got, guns blazing. I got so excited, and I took it way too seriously. Like, I thought of costumes, and like, just go ahead. Do yours, and I'll do mine. Just what? Do all right. Well, it was supposed to be Halloween scaries. You pick someone who who is having a bad month. Well, you know what threw me off year. is you said scaries, not scary. Oh, oh so, so scaries. Sorry. Is is, is not sorry. 
No, it is plural, not singular. No, it's just that it, it, I just wanted to do hot. And then I said, like, someone who's having a bad year, someone who could be fired, okay. blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, Todd Bowles is the easy one for me. Three and five for the past three years through eight games of the season. Lacks aggression. Um, and the thing that really threw me over the top, I know he has respect of his uh, of the team and the players like him. Mm-hmm. But coming into Chicago this past week for a very winnable game against a hurt Chicago team with Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson out. They played just like, and the Jets are very beat up, but they played not to win, just to keep it close. And um, it, it it was disgusting to watch. And I think after this, like it's it's time to let them go. It's time to let the OC go. And if not, I think the bye week is your time because we have Brock Osweiler this week mm-hmm. and then Nate Peterman. Got to win both. You got to win both. If you if you can't figure it out for then you got. You're still he's in out. the division race. He's I mean, you're go. not going to win the division, but you're no. still in it. You're still you're what two yeah. games back, three yeah. games back. Yeah. So would you call him a White Walker, a dead no. man walking? No. You don't even watch Game of Thrones. Here we go. Oh God. You know what's scary? Cheating. Bombs. You know what's a ticking time bomb? Hiring a freaking GM that's just a freaking agent. That's a ticking time bomb. Oh, Especially when he's the agent of your uh, of your two ace pitchers. He's supposed to negotiate to guy get guys more money, and now you want him to negotiate for guys to take less money? Yeah, that's, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. That's like I, insider I actually, trading, bro. I actually think he's gonna have an interesting approach to the whole thing. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and, and ruin him mm-hmm. because I actually am very very curious to see how this turns. I'm out. I'm just done being optimistic with the Mets until proven otherwise. That's my I, approach. I honestly think that he, from all the times he sat in the office with the Mets, that mm-hmm. like they were that the Wilpons were talking, they're like, wait a second, this guy's mm-hmm. kind of more smart than um, all the people that we are interviewing. Let's give him the job. Though no, mm-hmm. my major concern for him is not the contracts, is not all that. My major concern is the farm system. Mm. Yeah, because he's not going to know how to handle any of that stuff. Like he has no baseball. I history. wonder if he'll keep around Omar Minaya because he's been handling that stuff. Right, for, um... but he has but he has no no baseball history, no managerial yeah. baseball history. How is he supposed to know the fundamentals of the sport and and spot certain things that only GMs and coaches or managers? It's a little can spot. science experiment. Glad we're doing it in Queens. Really excited <laughs> about that. You know what's scary too? <laughs> you know what's scary? <laughs> it's just so Mets. You know what's scary? Nightmares. You know what I had a nightmare about last night? What? Watching the Raiders and the 49ers tonight. You know what I had a nightmare about two weeks from now? What? Watching the Giants and 49ers on Monday Night Football uh, with Joe Tessitore and Jason Witten and J- Booger McFarlane. I like Booger. J- Jason Tessitore is unhandleable. I feel like he just tries Jason way Witten too hard. Jason Witten or Joe like, Tessitore? No, Jason Tessitore. No, it's... it's, it's Jason Tessitore. Witten or Joe oh, Tessitore. Tessitore. Yeah, you're mixing Joey both together. Tessitore. <laughs> Which Maybe one? I can't handle both of them. I like Booger. Maybe just let Booger do the whole thing. I, I, um, yeah, Booger's fun. Did you see the one about uh, who was Kelvin Benjamin? He's like, he's just a pop guy. Yeah. Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that guy's funny. Last one, last one. I have like fifteen, but I'll just do one more. You know what's really scary? What could have been and would have made the Mets really unfun to watch? Oh God. The Nationals had back-to-back number one picks in 2009 and 2010. This is a nugget, guys. 2009-2010. They could have had Bryce Harper and Mike Trout on the same team at the same time. But in 2010, they went for Strasburg instead of Mike Trout. Wow. Mike Trout went 25th overall. Wow. So you can't really blame him because all about yeah, the Yeah, he went 25th overall, yeah. But, but still, could you imagine going as the Mets having a? Trot I gotta in say, dude, your scaries came way, like way out of left field. Yeah, holy! Sh- I know. Wow. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, I wasn't playing around. I wasn't really expecting scary that. scary I was all the way in. Totally different views. Totally. Um, getting into, oh, uh, NCAA, right? The N- we got to talk about yeah. a little bit about yeah, the college, NCAA. College ball. Lovely, lovely, lovely. College ball. Let's do it. I'm going to pull up ESPN. Yeah, go ahead. Do that. Got it right here. Well, Frankies. first of all, we got Oregon. Um, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Everybody was talking about Oregon as a playoff team. Uh, I never really saw it. I thought they were good. Um, they pretty much showed you that they're they, out of the top 25. As they should be. Um, <coughs> they lost 15-44 to 44 against Arizona. Happy for Kevin Sumlin. Happy for, happy for Khalil Tate. But I was just never in. I, I, I thought when they lost to Stanford in the game that they should have won, I'm like, yo, this team's not well coached. Um, I, I think they have the right coach, but I just don't think they're disciplined right now. Um, huge win for Kevin Sumlin. Player of the game was J.J. Taylor. 33 carries, 212 yards, two touchdowns. Have yourself an afternoon, my friend. Yes, sir. Um, next, Oklahoma State beats Texas 35-38. What were your thoughts there? Late night game. I'm sorry, repeat that, buddy. I was reading Texas this. Uh, was defeated by Oklahoma State 35-38. Yeah, um, actually, I didn't get to watch much of this game. Okay. I was really pulling for Texas, though. Cause I, I, dude, I can't. You don't like the whole Texas is back thing. That's bad. that's the thing. You I don't, don't. I don't like Tom, Tom, Todd, whatever the hell his name is, Herman. I don't like him. No? I just I just think he's a blowhard. I, don't, I, don't I, like, I like what Mike Gundy said after the I game love, about Twitter. Guy. Yeah, no. I right. loved it. But I love Twitter, though. Yeah, I love Twitter. I do though. love Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm on Twitter for the laughs. Dude, Let's put it that way. And for sports updates. I'm washed and old. This Oklahoma State quarterback's older than I am. 23-year-old redshirt senior, Taylor Cornelius. 23 for 34, 321, three tugs. No interceptions. Uh. Had himself quite an afternoon. Weird game. Next, Washington with their high-flying offense and, and Jake Browning supposed to be an awesome NFL quarterback. They lose 10 to 12. I, I'm really was never Cal. in on Jake Browning. Uh, you know what? Let me tell you why. Yeah, I'm talking about judging a book by its cover. Cover. I hate the way he looks in the football uniform. He's a weird looking dude. Shoulder man. pads are too high. It's like Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford, dude, he looked goofy in college. Yeah, he that's what I'm saying. Like, league, like he just looks goofy. Just to let you know, Browning was 11 for 21 with 148, one touchdown, one pick. Not great. Seriously, for a guy coming into the season, I mean, if you weren't into him, I'm fine. But a lot of people were. He certainly has certainly hasn't helped himself. Mm. Um. Northwestern, the Cats, go into Wisconsin and beat Wisconsin 31-17. to I think this is due to the easy schedule that Wisconsin's played. They played like New Mexico State and they lost They've to They've really fallen off. They Where have. Are they now? So look. their only really good win, I thought. They're not even in the top 25. Was they beat Iowa. They're That's not really even in the top 25. Rightfully so. They lost to BYU I know. at home. Yeah. And they just got shellacked by a bunch of nerds <laughs> who play football well. In Northwestern. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Conway. Nerds. Um, also, last. Oh, geez, Texas. dude. How many games did you watch? These are all the upsets. I know all the that. top 25 upsets. I know that. I didn't watch all of them, but if I didn't watch them, I watched the highlights. Okay. Texas A&M beat, er, lost at Mississippi State. Thirteen to twenty-eight. See that I don't see as like a, an upset though, because I feel like they're too evenly they're too evenly matched teams. Yeah, you know what was kind of upsetting? I thought Nick Fitzgerald was going to come back and tear it up because Nick Fitzgerald, before his ankle got broken in fifty-seven different places, I was like, "Yo, this guy's going to be awesome," and he's like, "He's okay. He's all right. Not crazy good." I got a, I got a question for you, Bill. I got an answer. So you seem like you're in a good mood today. Are you going to ruin my mood right now? Are you going to rain on my party? no? I'm saying like you seem like you're in a good mood. Okay. Where are we going with this? See, Virginia's in the top 25 now? 
You know what? I can't hate on them. Like honestly, they're playing. They're good playing football. good football. They're playing they good are. football, man. And 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 it would be loseristic of me. I don't want to approach that mentality. No, they're playing good football right now. Uh, we played to the last game of the season, and I'm I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy for them. But I mean, you right. know, They deserve to be in the top twenty-five with how they're playing right now. So, you have pretenders and contenders. Yes. Right down. Yes. yes, yes Here's yes. my thing on that. I feel like it's hard to call someone a pretender. At this point in the season, if, no, if they're it, yeah. so, when you say contender, do you mean like they could you could see them in the playoff well, somehow? The dominoes fall. Here's what I did. I thought I, I had this a similar thought process to you. So what I did basically is I just did my own top six. Like right. I tried to throw out. Um, I think what we're I think what the problem with the committee is they're too. It's hard to do this. You're too reliant on just saying, oh, well, they're a tra- traditional powerhouse. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that weighs in way too much. So as constituted currently, it is Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Notre Dame, UM, and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think – let's just, just do this together. I think Alabama is undoubtedly the number one team. Undoubtedly. Nothing, like, nothing to talk about there. Number two, I have LSU. I think LSU has an incredible resume right now. Um, you know, the Miami Gate win is not – looking as good as it did, but when Georgia beat Florida and, you know, LSU right. lost to Florida, you know, that kind of helps them out a little bit. Um, So I have them at number two. Who would you have slotted? I would have them two? at two. Okay. I would. Okay. I respect okay. LSU a lot this year. Number three is going to make some people mad. Don't care. I have Notre Dame. I do um, too. Yeah. I do too. So, you know, you go into Virginia Tech. You know, Virginia Tech is not having a great year, but still that's a big win in a hostile environment. Yeah. You beat Stanford. Um, and again, you beat Michigan, which is a huge win. I mm-hmm. understand Michigan was trying out a new quarterback, but hey, Notre Dame had a different quarterback right. there too. So, um, you know, just I think Ian Book brings a new uh, dimension to their offense. I think they're playing really good football right now. I have number four. I have Clemson. Um, yeah. And honestly, I didn't even want them at four. Uh, I I don't I don't I like I think this is what you're talking about here. The whole powerhouse thing. Because yeah. I look at I think Georgia beats them. Yeah. Here's the problem. If Clemson is, if if Clemson has, if any team, if a team like Boston College, or or Wake Forest or Vanderbilt plays the exact same schedule that Clemson plays, and is the exact same record, they're 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 eight and zero. They're Clemson. They're not they're number not, two. Yeah, they're not. They're gonna be six or eight. Um, but I can understand that because they don't have the. No, I guess I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to be devil, play a devil's advocate, yeah, I but I see think, what you're saying. I think it's. I, I don't think it's fair. I think. I think. I think if Kentucky, who's sitting at seven and one right now, if Kentucky's name is just LSU or Kentucky's they're name is is Georgia, they're in there. They're at five, four. But I guess three. you kind of, in a way, if you're the committee, you kind of have to have respect for who's a who, who's but, who's competed the pe- every year. But they year said in, year that out. it doesn't matter what conference you're in. They said that. In their rankings. Yeah, they say that, but then UCF wouldn't be at number 12. They'd... No, yeah. Well, but I'm sorry. That's strength, the the schedule. You, you that's see, strength the schedule. You, UCF will not compete with that. I'm tired of hearing UCF saying all I'm not going to say they won't compete, but you have to have a more challenging schedule. I don't think they've played one team that is above 500. Well, if they played Alabama. They'd get smoked, but they should have the opportunity to play a yeah. big-time team like that because the, they what, should. what they... sucks is when you play a team like Georgia or you play a team like Auburn in a, in a New Year's Six Bowl – the excuse is already built in. Oh, this is UCF Super Bowl. Auburn doesn't right. even want to be there. That's why the playoff needs to be eight. That's a, a conversation it needs we can have to be later. Needs but to be that's why this kind of stuff uh, gets me upset. Coming in at number four, I have Clemson. Number five, 
Okay, uh, number five in the college football playoff is Michigan. I have Michigan as well. Um, I think Michigan. This is a huge test this week for them. It's a huge Penn test State. this week for them, and I'll tell you what, man. The Ohio I think State's it comes. I think it comes down to these. I, th- <laughs> I feel like both of these schools recruit really, really well, and don't necessarily. I don't think Harbaugh coach is great. I just. I, I okay. think he's trying to shake that this year, and I think he's done a good job. So that's what we're gonna find out. And then number six, I have Georgia. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm with you. I, I think Oklahoma falls at seven. Ohio State yep. to me is is a good football team, but their but their loss really uh really killed me with them. And honestly, yeah. I'm happy to see them out of the playoffs. Um, Just to take it a step further, uh, past Oklahoma, my next two teams, I don't know what how I'd rank them. I'd have Kentucky and West Virginia. I think West Virginia that was a really crappy loss, but I don't think it needs to put them at 13. Everyone's West all Virginia. like all Will Will Greer through three interceptions in a game, and they're yeah. like off the Will Greer train. I'm like, whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes here. Yeah. Also, okay. just to just to just to kind of go with the whole you're valuing classic teams over over just talent. There's no reason Ohio State should be ten and West Virginia should be thirteen. The Ohio State drudging that they got at Purdue is worse than West Virginia losing in a in a high explosive offensive game at Iowa State. Yeah, there's no reason that there should be a three team separation there. I'm with you. So you know. What are you doing, committee? Come on, man. Coach Beamer's in the room. Come on, man. Uh, if you listen, fix it. Helmet sticker. Mm. I have James Conner okay. from Pittsburgh. Dude, very happy for that young man. I'm very happy very for him. Happy and you know what? This is uh, for any young listeners that we may have or anyone that's sitting in the back of role right now, I want you to realize what this guy's done. He um, Forget the whole, I mean, like, respect. Hats off to the cancer story. But all that aside, from a football player standpoint, mm. this guy sat behind... Le'Veon Bell, arguably one of the best backs in the league, if not the best. Mm-hmm. Definitely the most sought after. Yes. So he has sat behind him, and now this he prepared every single week. I'm sure he did. I don't even have to question it. All right. And he's got his opportunity, and he has taken full advantage mm-hmm. of his opportunity. Mm-hmm. So that when people are saying you got to wait for your time, wait for your time, like this is his time, and he's, he's for sure. For sure, and to be honest, I mean, guys that say, you know, I'm sick of people saying the Steelers are just missing Le'Veon Bell because you'd be hard-pressed to get more production from yeah. somebody from Le'Veon Bell that you're getting for James Conner. Is that, do you have one or two this week? I just had one. I okay. had a second one, then I realized the helmet sticker is not basketball. Well, go ahead. What is it? Who is it anyway? No, I just really respect Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay, what Nets. did he do? Well, he forced overtime, then hit the game winner in overtime. For the Nets? Yeah. Yeah. No. So I'm all about that. Um, so I went Love with, a guy with ice in his veins. Yeah. I, again, I, I pride myself on always reporting the news. Like I said, I'm not going to hate on UVA for being in the top 25. At the same time, I'm not going to hate on Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech came in, kicked our ass in Lane Stadium. Tobias Oliver came in as a quarterback. For, I believe he's a freshman. 40 carries, 215 yards, <laughs> three touchdowns. Dude, I don't care what anybody says. If you're hitting a running back 40 times, like you're, you're, it's going to get tiring. I know. And he just was a freaking dude. Dude. Came in the lane saying got the job done. Was he a stew? He was a he was the rare stew find train. of a stew. Nah, he was a stew that day. I love that our stew train. Was. We gotta start bringing gotta, that back. We gotta do a better our stew job. train. Was awesome. My other guy is De'Ara King, uh, from Houston. Twenty-eight of 40, 419 yards, five touchdowns, and their win over USF. Nice. Um, who was undefeated, I believe. Um, in the MLB, as everybody knows, unless you live under a rock. The World Series has ended. Billy, the New York and Boston fan, has is enjoying this Red Sox victory. Hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. I'm just going to 
dismantle this whole thing right now. You're a New York sports fan, right? Correct. So you root for all New York sports? Except the Giants. Oh, okay. So you root for the Knicks? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't have but a you have a picture team. on your Instagram t- of, of you in a Celtics sweatshirt. Yeah. You, you say you I don't like have the a favorite basketball I do not have in the a favorite po- doesn't basketball doesn't team. Matter. In a previous podcast, I went you said to I school in Massachusetts. I have a girlfriend in Boston. Doesn't matter. I went to school in Massachusetts for matter. two years. Does not matter. Here's my thing, man. <laughs> you're smiling because you my, know, like, here's my your thing. argument is no, you, no, you can't. No, you said I like the Celtics. You grew up liking New York and Boston. That's fu- okay. So why are you? Who are you to tell me who I can like? Because that's that's that doesn't that's work. Why, oh, it, it doesn't matter. John does Robinson. It, does I'm it giving you, you a call. Does it make to you roast ups- this man? Does it make you upset that I pick who I like? If it's Yankees and Red Sox, fine. That's different. That's that's wrong. No, it just bothers me a little bit that like you call yourself a diehard Boston fan and a diehard. New I'm not York a diehard fan. Boston you are. fan. You are. No, I'm not. I am, I, am a, I am a Red Sox fan, and I like, and I am a diehard <gasps> Celtic fan. He just said he's a Red Sox fan. I am a Red Sox fan. Met fans. I am. Met fans. Dude, do you hear this? Can I, I'll just, I'll just fraud. I'll just say this: if the Yankees and the Mets played, if the Yankees and the uh, the Red Sox and the Mets play each other, I'm rooting for the Mets. But you know, they, deep down in your heart, they, if the Red Sox won, you'd be happy because because you no. you're a Red Sox fan. What? You're just trolling at this at this at this point. <laughs> Here's what I gotta say about the World Series, though. What I think it came down to, everybody's blaming the managing, which was a huge issue. I think what it really came down to is what it comes down to every year: Red Sox role players or not stars made plays, had an impact, had their fingerprints all over the game, and the Dodgers players did not. Um, guys like. Eduardo Nunez, mm. um, I forget what his name was, E. Rodriguez, came in and pitched game five. Um, had an unbelievable game. Game four, off the 17-inning game. I watched every inning of that 17-inning game. You don't even want to talk about the World Series right now. Okay, fine, go ahead, talk about No, this. actually, I do want to, um, all jokes aside. Eduardo Rodriguez, sorry. All jokes aside, um, I have nothing but respect for what the city of Boston has done. It's unbelievable. Um, just at least in this past decade, you know, you see the sign of that famous kid, you know, he's 16 years old and he's been to what, like 13 parades or something, something stupid. Unreal. And meanwhile, I have enjoyed, I haven't enjoyed one in my lifetime and I'm 21. You could have went to the Giants. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, I think, so I, I respect everything they've done and this, here's the thing. They do whatever they can to win. Mm-hmm. And they know they have some of the best fans in the world, if not the best fans. There's in the world. no oh next year. Like we'll we'll go after it next year. We'll put every we'll put right. All it's the it's like there. every year is our year. We're gonna go out. We're gonna do what we do. We're gonna yeah. win, and we're gonna do whatever we can to win because that's what our fans deserve. I'll tell you, Ian Kinsler almost became Billy Buckner. Um, yeah, it was he, close. He really tried to lose. He um, he actually threw that ball in like way way no, way. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Don't throw it. Um, a couple other things that I just want to touch on real quick. Eovaldi, heroic heroic uh, performance. And Nathan Hale-esque performance. Sacrificial lamb. Six-plus innings in relief. 97 pitches. Unbelievable. Um, and a little funny tidbit. Uh, the trophy was actually dented at the parade because a Red Sox fan was throwing Some a beer. beer. Which is a fun. Hey, that's a bro move. Get, yeah, but he like a guy a beer, but he, he like, put some heat behind that. He beer. put some heat behind an open beer. Yes, and he could he could have pitched in relief in that game. New York fans would never. Oh, shut up. Also, <laughs> um, I think Clayton Kershaw is leaving LA. He asked for an extension. Talk about on, a weird looking dude. 
He's a weird-looking dude and a historically bad in the playoffs. I, I feel know. bad for him. I really I do. DeGrom would never. DeGrom would never. Would never. Would never. <laughs> would never. Would never. Want to talk a little basketball real quick? Yeah, might as well. Uh, it's, as you would put it, it's a wild, wild west right now. I got NBA League Pass, by the way, guys, so I'll be able to touch a lot more on basketball. I watched it last night. It's a great app. I definitely suggest getting it. It's just Watch this whole thing is like just a, a spin. Like it, 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 I feel like Mr. Krabs. You know that meme of him, like oh, he with shook. The world, like yeah. That's what I feel like the NBA is right now. Uh huh. Because you got the Rockets at one and five. Where did that come from? Sacramento is sitting at the six seed in the West at five and three. Uh, Bron Bron is what four and six, four and five. Mm-hmm. Still have hope though. They dude, they were up like I think fifteen or twenty, and I had a. I had, um, who the hell did they play last night, dude? Uh, Luka Doncic. Oh, uh, oh they oh, played the Mavericks. Mavericks. I had Mavericks. the Mavericks plus eight. Okay. And they're down 20. I'm like, oh, I'm turning this off. So they're down 20 at halftime. They're down like 15 or 18 with three minutes left. Come back, tie it, and LeBron has to make a, a, a game-winning free throw. I mean, th- I don't know what's going on. This team is talented. I think Luke Walton is a good coach. You know what it is? I think it's just, it, it's, um... It's figuring everything out. It's gelling together. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Would you hold it against LeBron if, it's early, if okay. the Lakers missed the playoffs, would you hold it against LeBron? Um, would it be a legacy denter? Not, 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 not it wouldn't destroy be a, his legacy, but would it, would it be a, hey, what the hell happened here? This team's <laughs> way more talented than Cleveland. I understand you're in the West, but this yeah. team, you have a, Unbelievably athletic players in this team. But you also have to look that, like you just said, in the West, you have unbelievably athletic um, teams. You have good name, teams in the West. I can't name eight better rosters in the And we're only ten West. games in. That's, I know. I'm saying, though, future cast. Future cast. If he doesn't make the playoffs, does it hurt his legacy? I say yes. I say I say it has a dent, yeah. Okay. It, it does not help that he's on the Lakers. No, you know what I mean. No, I think he thought it was going to be a lot easier than it's turning out to be, and you can well, see I don't visual th- frustration. Yeah, I think he's going to get frustrated. He looks frustrated talking, and he has every right person. to be. But there's our guy D Rose who just Yo, balled what, out, man, brought tears was, to everybody's eyes. It was the first game I watched on my NBA League Pass, and I had the Jazz plus eight or plus seven or minus eight yeah, minus seven. Yeah. And I'm not even mad. I lost money. I was really, really happy. Seriously, it was great to see him. And what's funny is he's transcended his game. He's not going in there jumping 50 inches off of the ground because he mm. physically cannot do that. Uh, <laughs> so, but to see him like he's got the mid-range pull-up, I hope he can do well. Um, what I didn't like was Jimmy Butler interrupting his speech at the end when he sat out because he's trying to get traded. Yeah, I just thought I, it rubbed me the wrong way. You're sitting out. Leaving your team high and dry, let him have his moment. Well, um, to be honest, he played with D Rose. St- yeah, I, I I know that they played, played together in Chicago, yeah. but still, it just it just didn't rub me the right way. All right, fair um, enough. If you care about him that much, you'll play. You know, fair enough, fair enough. But no doubt, an awesome moment for him. For sure. Um, the Bucks are undefeated in the East. Toronto is lighting it up at seven and one. Thoughts, Bill? Um. It's, I'll tell you what, the NBA is just hitting on every single cylinder. They have the star players are playing well. You got fights. You got um, you got uh, Derrick Rose 
doing this. It's just the, the NBA is just it's fun. It's it's just fun. It's the mo- in my you know, opinion, something it's the that most will, fun professional. The game the one thing that will always right bother me is that you say the NFL is boring because I, I I just don't understand that. I'll be honest, dude. I just think the I think I think the stadium, commentators are boring. Yeah, I mean, the stadium is boring. It's just it's it's the repetitive. stadium has nothing to do with watching the game. It's from the home. overall product. It's the overall stadium has product. nothing to do with when you're. I I I have countless people that will agree with me. I just think the NFL has a boring product. I'm not saying I'm not gonna That's watch fine. it. That's fine. I just think it has a very, compared to the end compared to the NBA. It's just fun like it you is know, the, the players the have personality fun. yeah but there's a lot it's just different right. i see what you're saying i'm you know, fine when you it. watch a laker game you but just, don't blame the nfl blame goodell because goodell is oh i know i'm terrible. not i'm not mad at the players in the nfl or, or anything i'm All just right. mad about All that right. um winners and losers um give me your winner my winner is don't take mine derrick rose cool All right yeah my winner is derrick rose happy for you um coming off I think 12 knee injuries or whatever. Um, just coming out there and yeah. setting a new career high. Um, you could tell the team was really happy for him. Everybody's yeah. really happy for him. It was a good moment. Uh, my winner is our very own Dalton Reisner. Congrats, buddy. Academic tell him, tell Heisman. Him, tell him. He'll be in New York. Finalist. I think he's the top yep. six, yeah, I think. Top six. Uh, really top, cool top stuff. Uh, check our Twitter. We'll uh, show you the video. Up. Really cool way that Kansas let him know. Um... My loser here. I have three losers. I I have one gigantic, but there's Who's three. Your gi- in it. Who is it? Who's your guy? Gigantic. The whole city of Cleveland. Okay, but here's the thing. Quick question. I wanted to ask this. Is it? Wor- I think Cleveland just goes into the season knowing they're gonna suck, <laughs> and like they're just like, oh, we suck. As a Giant fan, I go into the season. I'm like, yo, we can go to the su- we can like go to the playoffs. Is it better to know you're gonna suck and for you to suck, or is yes. it, or is it worse, yes. or is it worse for you to think you're gonna be good and then it's sucking? so much worse to think you're gonna be good and then you it's, suck. It's, it's, it's like it's, getting your heart ripped out. So it's better to just know you have zero. Yes. Hope. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. I think I'm with yes. you. That's a Twitter poll. We're tweeting that out right. after. That's a great question. Lo- my losers are first. I didn't get to explain my my reason. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, buddy, sorry, buddy. Because I'm ready to flame the city of Cleveland. Flame it. Flame it. First of all, Cleveland, let's go to the basketball side of things. <laughs> okay, Ty Lue is gone. gone. Cavs suck without Bron Bron. Um, J.R. Smith is like not even wanting to play basketball. I'm looking at the Browns, and it's just catastrophic what's catastrophic. going on. This this firing needed to happen, but it's just like Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson probably each had a goal of getting each other, of like taking over the job. They or like packed their stuff up together. They beat each other. Question. Is what they did. Question. Not done. Then they okay. go and they hire a running a quarter uh, a former NFL quarterback who was supposedly very bad. I don't even know who it was as right. their new running back coach. That's concerning. Uh, and if they ruin Baker Mayfield, like I, I'm done I don't with think you. They'll ruin him. I'm done with you. But here's my question. And Coach Russo asked this when uh, Haley and Hugh Jackson got fired. When Baker Mayfield walked into the facility that day, who's he talking to? His quarterback coach is gone, his offensive coordinator is gone, and his coach is gone. Oh, I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, who Kitchens? Does, who does he go to? His tight Kitchens? end coach? Kitchens? Yeah. yeah. Bizarre. Bizarro. The, don't ruin him. It's a Waverly Do not place ruin him. There. Um, it's a Waverly place. Hugh Jackson was my one loser that you kind of took. Sorry. University of Maryland. 
I mean, it's a mess. Make a decision, dude. Dude, if fire the medical him, staff. If you're gonna bring him back, bring him back. If you're like, don't bring him back and be like, oh, you guys are mad about this. Oh, okay, then we'll, all right, all right, all right, fire. fire. Yeah. Just why did did you not ask the players like what you should do? Did you not? <laughs> but at the end of the day, what I really think, and listen, all respect to the family, all respect to everybody. Absolutely. I just think, I don't know how he was conducting his program. I just think. Every college program is going to motivate, and I use motivate in air quotes, is going right. to do their best to motivate their players to do the mm-hmm. best they can. They're going to have challenging workouts. But the, it's on the medical staff at the end of the day. There's no reason that a guy that's going through a heat stroke to be held at the facility for 40 minutes. And Maryland is in the middle of, you know, bum bleep nowhere. It's in the it's in the middle of a city. Get him to hospital. It's on you guys. Um, so UMD, for the whole handling of that, and then Kyle Lalletta, dude, backup quarterback for the Giants, gets arrested on his way to the facility, tries to run over a cop with a, his car. People are talking about, yo, let's see what this rookie's got. And that same week, you get arrested. <laughs> yo, yeah, I, all right, so I texted you this, and you thought, oh, stop coming at Eli. Wasn't coming at Eli. The fact of the matter is, you Giants are stuck with him. You can't you can't trade him for anything. You can't release him. You can't have anyone come in uh, to him. evaluate. He's he's the best. No, you but can't you can't. Like but you don't. You can't have anybody like start a game to evaluate and know what you have going yeah. into the draft. You can't do that anymore. Well, I it's said you were hating Eli. because you got in a tweet war with somebody and you were like, "I'm a biggest Eli Manning hater." No, no, no. That was Corey, and Corey was like coming at me for whatever reason that he didn't read anything that happened in that conversation. Would you say he was uninformed? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, the information is right in front well, of you. see a boy walking in the woods without knowing what's going on, blinded by the light. No, the, the light was right there. It just decided not to <laughs> read the light. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to you, though, Corey. You're my boy. Much love. Uh, oh, it was the whole DeAndre Hopkins over OBJ thing. Yeah, 100% taking DeAndre yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, and then Bryce Drakeford, Drakeford. I don't know if you remember him. I loved Bryce Drakeford. He's like a younger brother than me. Uh, he, was a, he was a quarterback at PC. Okay. And, yeah, he was like, he's like, well, Odell has never had an elite quarterback either. And he's right. You're actually very, very right. He's not an Eli. Yeah, it's not an elite. But, yeah. So that was a good point. That was a good point. But he's had a better quarterback than... He did not have the Hall of Fame Eli. He had the shit end of Eli. But I'm saying he had a better quarterback than Hopkins has had his entire career. Oh, 100%. Hopkins has had Derek Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Savage. Yeah. (laughs) Any shout-outs for you? I'm shouting out Greg Stroman. I got to watch him play. Oh, he played great. He had six tackles and two pass breakups yeah. in that game. Um, shout out to him. You know, and shout out to Tim Settle, part of the D-line, which is the number one pass defense in the country. Mm. Adonis Alexander, mm-hmm. Torian Gray. They all play for, you know, the Redskins are just, you know, pretty right. much Virginia Tech South. so Or North. And Alabama. Yeah. Their what? D-line is filled with Alabama. Oh, it is, yeah. dude. It is. It is. So that's, uh, that wraps it up, right? We good? Is there anything else that I want to say? Um... Wish us luck. Morris Knowles is. Uh, I hate Morris Knowles. We read at we re re what's the word rematch Morris Knowles in the first in the round playoffs. of the playoffs. Lost to them twelve seven last week. Um, run the triple option. Coach Bill heading down there. Do you know how him. long he's been there for? Dude, it was his two hundred and fiftieth win when we lost. He's been there. My dad, he's who like my dad, who is fifty eight. Yeah. Played for him. Wow. Is he a good dude? I, he seemed like a good dude. I shook his hand. I was like, good luck, coach. But I didn't mean it because I didn't I don't know. He, I, I really don't know. I think I don't know. Two hundred fifty. That's insane. Two hundred fifty wins. Yeah, I know. Right. Shout out but to you. But that's like. But let me remind We're you. We're coming for like, that it's ass. Like, it's like an average of like four a year that he gets. Is it really? Yeah. So like, think about how many 
years that takes. So you're really going to down talk a guy that just beat me last week? Is that what you're doing right Pretty now? Pretty much. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you had a great, great Halloween. It's now holiday season time to get ready for Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, so that's You're going to tell them to follow us? or you just Yeah, you can follow us. Do the usual Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Hung Up Podcast. Uh, engage with us, man. Engage. engage. All right, so that's it, buddy. Been a good one. That was a fun one. That was fun, fun one. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.